Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Hushmo Black Forum. Here we do it bigger, we do it better, we do it longer, and out of necessity, we'll do it louder than anyone out here. So relax. Here's your host, Hushmo Black. Hey, it's Peanut Gallery there, giving a shout-out to the Hushmo. Thank y'all. Welcome to the Hushmo Black Forum. You got me, Hushmo, driving this train this evening. Happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and all that stuff for you all. The one who deal with Christmas now. Everybody don't celebrate Christmas. I, I, uh, I, I, um, enjoy the presents. I don't get too many though. I, I don't. I don't know. And I have I finished my shopping. Oh no, no, no. I I shop on Christmas Eve, y'all. The high school shop on Christmas Eve. Hey, it's December twenty first, y'all. Twenty twenty nineteen. This this year is uh, getting on out of here, y'all. Had another shooting at a mall and around the Atlanta area today again. It seemed to be coming. Uh, becoming commonplace. Hey, you know what we do out here on the Hushmo Black Forum? We advocate for social justice on behalf of Americans of African descent. Not that we don't love everybody. We love everybody. We're just uh, part of that community and by extension, find ourselves advocating for justice on their behalf, but justice for all, for sure. Hey, we want the president to get justice. I wish he'd, uh, him and Mitch McConnell would get some witnesses up there. And, uh, <laughs> well, I think they are, because you can't have a trial without witnesses, no matter what, uh, who's uh, being put on trial. I mean, uh, if you're innocent, for sure, you want witnesses to... Uh, make your case or support your case, I certainly would. If I was in the president's shoes, the president had been impeached, y'all. Yeah, Donald Trump, President Donald John Trump has been impeached by the uh, House of Representatives. That's what they do. Article 1 of the Constitution. That's the Congress, you know, that's uh, the power that the Congress has as laid out in the Constitution, that Article 1, spelling out their, uh, one of their abilities is to uh, impeach the president when he uh, abuses office, among other things, but uh, they got him on two impeachment, uh, one for... uh, Shaking down a uh, foreign government, <laughs> pretty much, and then the other ones for um, obstructing that Congress and their investigation into uh, the shakedown. I wasn't asked Pelosi. She hasn't sent the uh, articles of impeachment over to the uh, Senate yet. She uh, waiting on Miss McConnell and uh, Chuck Schumer to. 
set out the rules of uh, engagement, if you will, <laughs> when it comes to the trial in the Senate. Uh, so we, we're waiting on that. Uh, it looks like right now everybody's, everything is shut down until uh, after the new year. I think they come back on January the 6th, and hopefully by the end we'll have an idea of what uh, how this thing is going to transpire in the Senate. Uh, I'm almost sure they're going to have some witnesses because it's a sham if uh, the Republicans try to uh, just uh, sweep this thing under the rug, if you will. This guy's been impeached, y'all, for very good calls, in my humble opinion. Hey, we got a free call into the Hushmo Black Forum, one eight 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 five eight eight three eight one four. Let's free call into the Hushmo Black Forum. We don't take many calls out here. From time to time, we will uh, take a call or two. Yeah. Hey, you know, I'm always to do it bigger, to do it better, to do it longer. And out of necessity, sometimes we'll do it louder than anybody out here on blog talk. Uh, yeah. We we don't like to get loud. We like to try to keep everything on an even keel. Yes, the holiday season, you know, we've been... We've gotten into a couple of uh, holiday events uh, this season so far, and yeah, well, this is without a doubt my favorite time of the year. Not because I I'm so much into Christmas or whatnot, but just by tradition, I guess, more than anything. Uh, we always uh, enjoy the summer year. I can remember back when we start uh, this season after Thanksgiving and go all the way to uh, New Year's <laughs> back in the day. We can't, we can't be like that no more, y'all. But, uh, yeah, we enjoy this. Hey, we're going to little Christmas music for you because I don't uh, there's one particular song that always without a doubt get me in the
I don't even get the spirit until I hear that song there by Nat King Cole, the Christmas song. Yeah, I, you know, that get me ready to move uh, right away. But uh, they, they was, just did a thing uh, about Christmas songs. You know, they said it's one of the hardest things to do is to come up with a new Christmas song and uh, make it a hit. <laughs> uh, Mariah Carey, uh all I Want for Christmas is You, I think, came out in 94. And uh, it was one of the few exceptions to that rule. I think she's made like $60 million, they say, over the years off that one song. And, and uh, for, uh, you know, I, uh, yeah, I, $60 million. That's what, the, that's what somebody said on the Internet, y'all. Can you, can you, so you don't believe what's on that? Hey, but, uh, yeah, I... It's just one of the hardest things for an artist to do is uh, come up with a new song. Uh, John Legend. John Legend just uh, put out a new uh, Christmas album. Most of my old standards there, but I think he, he's got a couple of new songs on there. Uh, I You know, a couple of them is kind of catchy, uh and uh, whether they'll uh, stand the test of time or just be, uh, you know, uh, this year and uh, one and done type things, uh, I guess time will tell. But uh, here it is. Uh, I'm a thousand miles away. Keep one up for you. It's not snowing in L.A. But I'm phoning just to say I'm sorry. All the flights have been delayed I've got nowhere here to stay But if I can find my way I'll hurry Just hang up the Christmas lights And I'll do the rest tonight Just tell the kids I'm coming I swear that I'll be running And under the Christmas tree Together, yeah, we will be I promise I'm gonna walk if I have to run I'll stand on the highway and stop someone I'll cross the deserts, an ocean, a river that's frozen I'll follow the stars just to find where you are You can count on me Make a wish, close your eyes and believe I'll be home, 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 home by Christmas Eve And I know it's all on you Keep it together like your glue And everything you do I notice I'll bring presents, I'll bring wine Mistletoe for you and I And I'll be there just in time To show it Just hang up the Christmas lights And I'll do the rest tonight And tell the kids I'm coming I swear that I'll be running Under the Christmas tree Together, yeah, we will be I promise 
Becoming a sender? Uh, I guess time will tell. I don't know. I, I kind of like it. it uh, it's it's kind of catchy. I'm a huge uh, John Legend fan, too, so I might be biased uh, in that respect. But, yeah, they say it's one of the hardest things to do is to uh, come up with a uh, new uh, Christmas song. Uh, I, you know, you wouldn't think, uh, you wouldn't think it would be, uh, that big of a deal, but, uh, yeah. Um, and, uh, sure enough, um, you know, who is that, is that right or wrong or that's what they say. Who said it? Say out there on the uh, internet, y'all. Somebody tracked that type of stuff. I guess you tell it. <laughs> yeah, they they uh they track it. They claim that yeah, Mariah Carey her uh all of well for Christmas released in 1994 is all time one of the all time uh, hits and sure enough it's number one on the billboards this this year again. Uh, I guess all right. It ain't, you know, all that to me. Here. Here it is. I mean, I'll let you hear it. I'm going to get rid of the Christmas music. Yeah.
Mariah of Mariah. That's Mariah. That lady made sixty million dollars off that song, yeah. That's what they say now. I, I, yeah. So it's sixty million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's Christmas. That's Christmas. We don't do no DJing out here, yeah. We can. We, <laughs> but I thought I put on a couple of Christmas cuss to get you get you guys in uh, the Christmas spirit. How y'all doing out there? Got a call into the Hushmo Black Forum, one eight eight five eight eight three eight one four. That's one eight 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 five eight eight three eight one four. Free call into the Hushmo Black Forum, y'all. Welcome. Uh once again to the Hushmo Black form. You got me, Hushmo, driving this train this evening. Coming to you live and in living color on December twenty first, y'all, the weekend before Christmas. Hopefully, you all got all your Christmas shopping in, so you won't have to uh, be rushing out there, stumbling over me, because you know I, <laughs> I don't. I don't want to see you out there now, because you know I don't. I don't uh, I don't do much Christmas shopping until uh, <laughs> Christmas Eve, y'all. Oh, yeah, I'm a Christmas Eve shopper. I got to play one more tune for y'all. I got I got, I got to play this one. I, you know, this is, you know, I it wouldn't be right if I didn't uh, I lay this one on you here because this is uh, also, uh, you know, this is a temp show. I, I got to play this. This is one of their all times. Uh, uh,
I don't know what that's about, yeah. Own tyranny. That's Timothy Snyder. Book about how a democracy, when the citizens that they guard down, a tyrant can come in and take over, yeah? When the citizens let their guards down in a democracy, a democratic uh, republic like we if in the uh America uh, a tyrant can come in and uh take over and uh the apologize on that thing uh, I want you to hear it um, uh I'll play a little of it. I'm just kicking around here tonight, but I want you to hear this uh let's go let's play it. Mm-hmm. lesson in Shakespeare's drama Hamlet. The hero is a virtuous man who is rightly shocked by the abrupt rise of an evil ruler. Haunted by visions, overcome by nightmares, lonely and estranged, he feels that he must reconstruct his sense of time. The time is out of joint, says Hamlet, O cursed spite, that ever I was born to set it right. Our time is certainly out of joint. We have forgotten history for one reason and... If we are not careful, we will neglect it for another. We will have to repair our own sense of time if we wish to renew our commitment to liberty. Until recently, we Americans had convinced ourselves that there was nothing in the future but more of the same. The seemingly distant traumas of fascism, Nazism, and communism seemed to be receding into irrelevance. We allowed ourselves to accept the politics of inevitability, the sense that history could move in only one direction, toward liberal democracy. After communism in Eastern Europe came to an end in 1989 to 1991, we imbibed the myth of an end of history. In so doing, we lowered our defenses, constrained our imagination, and opened the way for precisely the kinds of regimes we told ourselves could never return. To be sure, the politics of inevitability seem at first glance to be a kind of history. Inevitability politicians do not deny that there is a past, a present, and a future. They even allow for the colorful variety of the distant past. Yet they portray the present simply as a step toward a future that we already know, one of expanding globalization, deepening reason, and growing prosperity. This is what is called a teleology, a narration of time that leads toward a certain, usually desirable goal. Communism also offered a teleology, promising an inevitable socialist utopia. When that story was shattered a quarter century ago, we drew the wrong conclusion. Rather than rejecting teleologies, we imagined that our own story was true. The politics of inevitability is a self-induced intellectual coma. So long as there was a contest between... the contest between communist and capitalist systems, and so long as the memory of fascism and Nazism was alive, Americans had to pay some attention to history and preserve the concepts that allowed them to imagine alternative futures. 
Yet once we accepted the politics of inevitability, we assumed that history was no longer relevant. If everything in the past is governed by a known tendency, then there is no need to learn the details. The acceptance of inevitability stilted the way we talked about politics in the 21st century. It stifled policy debate and tended to generate party systems where one political party defended the status quo while the other proposed total negation. We learned to say that there was no alternative to the basic order of things, a sensibility that the Lithuanian political theorist Leonidas Donskis called liquid evil. Once inevitability was taken for granted, criticism indeed became slippery. What appeared to be critical analysis often assumed that the status quo could not actually change and thereby indirectly reinforced it. Some spoke critically of neoliberalism, the sense that the idea of the free market had somehow crowded out all the others. This was true enough, but the very use of the word was usually a kowtow before an unchangeable hegemony. Other critics spoke of the need for disruption, borrowing a term from the analysis of technological innovations. When applied to politics, it again carries the implication that nothing can really change, that the chaos that excites us will eventually be absorbed by a self-regulating system. The man who runs naked across a football field certainly disrupts, but... but he does not change the rules of the game. The whole notion of disruption is adolescent. It assumes that after the teenagers make a mess, the adults will come and clean it up. But there are no adults. We own this mess. The second anti-historical way of considering the past is the politics of eternity. Like the politics of inevitability, the politics of eternity performs a masquerade of history, though a different one. It is concerned with the past, but in a self-absorbed way, free of any real concern with facts. Its mood is a longing for past moments that never really happened during epochs that were, in fact, disastrous. Eternally politicians bring us the past as a vast misty courtyard of illegible monuments to national victimhood, all of them equally distant from the present, all of them equally accessible for manipulation. Every reference to the past seems to involve an attack by some external enemy upon the purity of the nation. National populists are eternity politicians. Their preferred reference point is the era when democratic republics seemed vanquished and their Nazi and Soviet rivals unstoppable, the 1930s. Those who advocated Brexit, the departure of the United Kingdom from the European Union, imagined a British nation-state though such a thing never existed. There was a British Empire, and then there was Britain as a member of the European Union. The move to separate from the EU is not a step backward onto firm ground, but a leap into the unknown. Eerily, when judges said that a parliamentary vote was required for Brexit, a British tabloid called them enemies of the people, a Stalinist term from the show trials of the 1930s. The National Front in France urges voters to reject Europe in the name of an imaginary pre-war French nation-state. But France, like Britain, has never existed without either an empire or a European project. Leaders of Russia, Poland, and Hungary alike make similar gestures towards a glowing image of the 1930s. 
In his 2016 campaign, and again in his inaugural address, the American president used the slogan, America First, which is the name of the committee that sought to prevent the United States from opposing Nazi Germany. The president's strategic advisor promises policies that will be as exciting as the 1930s. And when exactly was the again in the president's slogan, Make America Great Again? Hint, it's the same again that we find in Never Again. The president himself has described a regime change in the style of the 1930s as the solution to the problems of the present. You know what solves it? When the economy crashes, when the country goes to total hell and everything is a disaster. What we need, he thinks, are riots to go back to where we used to be to where we used to be when we were great. In the politics of eternity, the seduction by a mythicized past prevents us from thinking about possible futures. The habit of dwelling on victimhood doles the impulse of self-correction. Since the nation is defined by its inherent virtue rather than by its future potential, politics becomes a contemplation of good and evil rather than a discussion of possible solutions to real problems. Because the crisis is permanent, the sense of emergency is always present. Planning for the future seems impossible or even disloyal. How can we even think of reform when the enemy is always at the gate? If the politics of inevitability is like a coma, the politics of eternity is like hypnosis. We stare at the spinning vortex of cyclical myth until we fall into a trance, and then we do something shocking at someone else's orders. The danger we now face is of a passage from the politics of inevitability to the politics of eternity, from a naive and flawed sort of democratic republic to a confused and cynical sort of fascist oligarchy. The politics of inevitability is terribly vulnerable to the kind of shock it has just received. When something shatters the myth, when our time falls out of joint, we scramble to find some other way to organize what we experience. The path of least resistance leads directly from inevitability to eternity. If you once believed that everything always turns out well in the end, you can be persuaded that nothing turns out well in the end. If you once did nothing because you thought progress was inevitable, then you can continue to do nothing because you think time moves in repeating cycles. Both of these positions, inevitability and eternity, are anti-historical. The only thing that stands between them is history itself. History allows us to see patterns and make judgments. It sketches for us the structures within which we can seek freedom. It reveals moments, each one of them different, none entirely unique. To understand one moment is to see the possibility of being the co-creator of another. History permits us to be responsible, not for everything, but for something. The Polish poet Czesław Miłosz thought that such a notion of responsibility worked against loneliness and indifference. History gives us the company of those who have done and suffered more than we. By embracing the politics of inevitability, we raise a generation without history. 
How will these young Americans react now that the promise of inevitability has been so obviously broken? Perhaps they will slide from inevitability towards eternity. It must be hoped that they could instead become a historical generation, rejecting the traps of inevitability and eternity that older generations have laid before them. One thing is certain. If young people do not begin to make history, politicians of eternity and inevitability will destroy it. And to make history, young Americans will have to know some. This is not the end, but a beginning. The time is out of joint, O cursed spite, that ever I was born to set it right. Thus Hamlet. Yet he concludes, Nay, come, let's go together. Yeah, yeah. That was uh, the epilogue of uh, Own Tyranny by Timothy Snyder. Y'all yeah, pick that book up and check it out. History and Liberty was uh, the title of that epilogue. And, and, it, and uh, it's a great read. It kind of um, shocked you back to reality. Uh, 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 Sort of, uh, uh, I kind of open you up to uh, what's going on in the country today here because uh, the gist of it is uh, uh, that we can't, uh, as citizens, afford to uh, let our guards down and not participate in the uh, political system, especially this democratic republic that we live in, it's uh, just by uh, virtue of definition requires uh, each of us to uh, participate to uh, maintain the equilibrium that uh, that we need, that it, that has to uh, be uh, to uh, in order to make it uh, function properly. So, yeah, uh, what do you want? You want to Democratic Republic, or you want a uh, uh, dictatorship? <laughs> or do you want a dictatorship? You want uh, Putin, uh, Vladimir Putin, uh, running the country, or what? <clears throat> you want that type of government out of your leader? Uh, I th- well, I don't. I, I don't know about y'all, but so yeah, I picked that up on tyranny. Timothy Snyder, it's a great read, yeah. Great, great read, and uh, hey, y'all, welcome to the Hushville Black Forum. We're going to sneak in a break here. We've been going for a while. It's about, uh, what is it, um, 10 minutes to 8. Yeah, let's take a quick pause for the calls, y'all. We'll be right back. You got me Hushville driving this train this evening. Advocated on your behalf, you're listening to the Hushville Black Forum. Tell your friends about it. Saturday. 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Right here in cyberspace.
Oh yeah, welcome back. Kind of in a Christmas mood, holiday mood this evening, yeah. We're gonna get into too many, uh, too much politics. We're gonna try to let the uh, season be peaceful. We want it to be peaceful this season, yeah. Say a prayer for the president, the country. That's Pelosi. Just pray for the president all the time. And he need praying for y'all. <laughs> no doubt. Uh, <laughs> no doubt. Um, let's see if we can key, key up something else here so we can. Uh, mm. What else you got? Oh, December 21st, y'all. I don't know where the year went, but it went zooming by. That's the first day of of one or two, by the way. What is it, tomorrow? That's the 22nd of December. I want to come in here pretty soon now. Let's see. Uh, One of the begins. Uh, We're going to start tomorrow uh, at sunset on the 22nd. Okay. Well, tomorrow should be the shortest day of the year. Then from then on, the days start to get longer, y'all. I just want to know some things, y'all. But, yeah, tomorrow, first day of winter, y'all. Supposed to be 67 degrees Christmas Eve. Looks like Christmas Eve, too, is when we'll be on the golf course. <laughs> I'm just saying, y'all, that's something I see. What kind of breaking news we got, y'all? Some kind of news is breaking. Let's see what it's about here. We have to keep up with the news, y'all. Somebody think Donald Trump's gonna resign. Somebody can't take the heat. I don't think so, yeah.
Uh, yeah, Giuliani, Giuliani seized, discovered some kind of money scheme, money laundering scheme involving the Democrats. Yeah. I don't, I, like I said, I ain't going to get into politics tonight. Not here on the Hushmo Black Forum, not in the Christmas sphere, y'all. We'll come back with that uh, after after January 6th with Rudy Guy. Rudy got anything he did take to the, the FBI, but I know where the money is laundering is at. Mm-hmm. I know where the money is at. Mm. 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 Yeah. Wow. Hey, uh, we um, let's key up something here. Uh, let's see what we got. Mm. Always a good time to listen to uh, my my friend, uh, the Reverend Freddie Hayes, y'all. Let's just get in there, Reverend Freddie Hayes. Yeah. 
the uh, U.S. prosecutor for uh, the Louisiana Western uh, 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 the Division of Louisiana, he said, well, the DA couldn't by law prosecute those young whites because they were below age. And we said, well, first of all, how could he prosecute the young blacks as adults for attempted murder? Couldn't prosecute the young whites for pulling a gun and beating up a black kid and the nooses. And they're all the same age in the same school. How the black kids grown and the white kids juveniles and they're all the same age. That don't make sense. But beyond that, where's the federal law? And if any of you saw the House Judiciary Committee here last Tuesday, he admitted he could have prosecuted under federal law. He didn't enforce it. And that is why we're going to march on November 16th on the Justice Department. Yeah, right. And I just got off the phone with the chairman, Reverend Durant, the Washington, Virginia clergy organizer. We're going to Reverend Nesbitt march around the Justice Department seven times, like Joshua. We're going to have the same time. Watch around September, and the walls of intolerance gonna come down because we've got to put this in a real international setting. What do I mean by that? About a week and a half ago, I was down in Nassau for the international. Hey, uh, all right. we uh, was getting in a little of uh, that was actually national. The Action National Network uh, conference I attended back, I don't know, it's been 10 years ago, 2007, 12 years ago. The Reverend Al Sharpton was in town with his Action National Network uh, before, I think, Barack was running for president then. And uh, I was going to let you hear a, a little more of that. I always like to go back to it because uh, uh, some of the things that came out in that conference is uh, uh, relevant today, y'all. We'll get back into it uh, after a while. Uh, I'm going to fit in a quick break. We got somebody hanging out there online. Uh, I want to see what's on their mind. I, I don't really take too many calls on the Hushmore Black Forum, but we will take a call or two from time to time. But we have to screen them first, see what they're talking about, y'all. Let's, we'll do that. We're going to take a quick pause for the calls, y'all. We'll be right back. We're going to see what's going on here. We're going to take a break. Advocating on your behalf, you're listening to the Hushmo Black Forum. Tell your friends about it. Saturdays, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Right here in Cyberspace.
Yeah, we uh trying to get through the night, y'all. It's Christmas weekend. The weekend before Christmas. It's just not Christmas weekend itself. Christmas is when? Wednesday coming up? It's the 21st of December, y'all. Almost the first day of winter, which comes in tomorrow on the 22nd at sunrise, I guess, is when. Well, our winter officially began. You wouldn't know it though, because it, you know, it's cold around here. It's cold around here, y'all. Let's see what the temperature is. We. That's what this weather looks like here, y'all. And. Uh, Good old Akron, Ohio. It's 34 degrees, y'all. 34 degrees in the big O. Always 10. Wow. Well, that's what they do in Ohio, y'all. It does feel like 34. Oh, wait a minute. It is 34. Don't feel like <laughs> it ain't no feeling, y'all. Mm. Yeah, it says 33. It's going down to what? Hey, uh, what else going on in the world? Anybody? Anything? You? What? Well, President's in Mar-a-Lago. Where is that? In Florida somewhere? He's in Florida, y'all. That is... On his properties for the holidays. Uh, I, uh, Texans beat the, uh, Buccaneers today. Now, see, I don't like that because. I don't know. What's that's going to do for the Falcons? Now, what's 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 Tampa's record right now, y'all? The Buccaneers. Well, I'm a Falcons fan, y'all. So I'm we're rooting that they lose the rest of the game so that we can get some kind of. <laughs> that's awful. But, yeah, we're trying to get uh, a higher pick in the draft. A lot, a lot of great, great college players coming out. And, uh, you know, it's unfortunate. But uh, when you're five and, what are we, five and nine or something crazy? Five and nine. We, you know, we <laughs> we got a hole right there, y'all. See if we get to. Uh, Five and eleven. That'll get us about. That'll get us a top ten pick, y'all. We get a top ten pick. We we're gonna get a good player anywhere in that first round because there's a hundred players coming out that we could use. 
and any one of them improve our team. You know, that's the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, any one of a uh, hundred players coming out of college this year will improve that team, uh, no doubt. Uh, quarterback, running back, defensive end. We could use it all, yeah. Yeah, well, you have to replenish the team from time to time. I mean, that's what athletics is about. You know, players get old, beat up, and especially in that NFL, that's a violent game. That's a violent game, y'all. You have to constantly replenish that supply chain. You have to constantly replenish replenish that uh, supply chain of talent because I like Tour, the guy from Alabama. He's got a bad hip, though. That's always uh, a question mark until we see what's going to happen. But if I'm the Falcons, if Tua, Tua Tagliola is on the board when we draft in the first round, he's going to be my pick. I don't give it. Come in here with a crutch. On crutches. I'm picking that guy. He's going to be my first pick, yeah. I don't care what. I, I'm not picking. I, ooh, hush my, I, I, <laughs> I, I ain't got no say-so in nothing, yeah. I, I'm just talking about me. What I would do if I was running the show, if I ran the world. I ran the world and everything in it. Who was that? Nas came out with that. Talking about if he ran the world, he'd free all the prisoners and <laughs> what was that song? I if I ran the rule of the world. I'd free all the prisoners. Uh, he ain't got to that point yet. He ain't he ain't running things yet. Uh-huh. Mr. Sherman all decked out in some kind of Christmas outfit. Yeah, he's decked out on some kind of Christmas uh, celebration bowl. That's that, that that's the name of the bowl that was played here, the Black College Bowl, the celebration bowl, All Corn State and NC North Carolina A and T. A and T won the thing, sixty-four to forty-four. Wow. Wow. There's a few other bowl games going on. 
Patriots beating the Bills 24-17. Pats hold off Bills to win 11th Street AFC East title. Well, that was a final there. I didn't think there was ever a doubt that uh, there was never a doubt in my mind that uh, New England was going to beat Buffalo. And his daughter in the building breaking down the game. I love, I love this uh, for multiple reasons. Great to have, of course, Kobe Bryant's daughter here. But you could tell he's sitting right near us. Oh my! But he's been breaking down the, the whole time to his daughter, who's a basketball player herself. What? It, and that's a beautiful thing to see. And another technical foul is called. And Spencer Dinwiddie gets hit with the tee. Kobe Brown at courtside, yeah, with his daughter. His daughter's a basketball player. I'm just looking at the feet coming over the internet. Yeah, Try Kobe Brown at Chipotle Brooklyn Chipotle somewhere. Sandwich with pickled jalapenos, pepper jack cheese, and Chipotle aioli. Or the, the smokeout uh, cheddar barbecue filet sandwich with smoky bacon and onion rings on Texas toast. Two brand new sandwich meals only at that. I don't know. I... Speed. Do money the next level only in theater. Why were the 49ers in this position to begin with, though? If they're trying to win this division, we're... I don't know. We, uh, some of. Yeah, yeah. Cold outside. Yeah, the peanut gallery that went quiet, yeah. Let's see what the caller wants. There's a caller back out there on uh I don't know. He just don't want to talk. Let's get him off the line, y'all. I thought somebody wants to talk to the Huxmo, but apparently he don't want to talk. He just wants to uh, 
just want to uh I tried to call him back. I tried to call him. I tried to give him a chance to talk to the husband, but he didn't want to talk. I don't know. Hey. Let's see. We, uh... We don't know. Uh, Caller keep calling in, and the next thing you know, he's gone. He must have talked to the Hutchman for some reason. I mean, I'm a pretty nice fella. I thought I was. Let's see. I thought I was a pretty nice fella. But uh, what you think? Is not always the case? Because you think one thing, don't mean that that's always the case, you know? So, uh, but uh, we'll try. See if we can get him back up here. How many wings? Wings. <laughs> wings scared to talk to him. I just saw him know uh Are you there? Let's see. <laughs> I don't know. Somebody wants to uh, talk to the husband, and then they change their mind. Hey, y'all. Merry Christmas and happy uh, holidays to you all. Uh, Call Fiola was not answered. I don't know. So the guy don't want to answer the phone. (laughs) He don't want to answer the phone. He just want to call me. But, uh, Hey, uh, what's going on? Peter Gary, what's up? Yeah, you know what we do out here, y'all. We advocate for social justice on behalf of Americans of African descent. Not because we don't love everybody, we do, but just by extension, we find ourselves uh, advocating on their behalf. Uh, and Lord knows we need all the advocacy we could get right now. <laughs> yeah, some crazy thing. Giuliani went on Glenn Beck and said he got this money laundering scheme that uh, started in 2012. That uh, uh, I don't know. 
But uh, that guy needs to, uh, first of all, they need to. Uh, Yeah, first of all, they need to uh, see where Mr. Giuliani is getting his information from. Uh, but we ain't going to get into that until after the New Year, y'all. We ain't uh, getting into none of that. Let's see if anybody's talking about it, though. Uh See if anybody, uh, our voters, we don't want to see the Iowa voters. Let's see. What are they talking about over here? All in with Chris Hayes. It's got to be a rerun. Shameless. But it has nothing to do with uh, so what do you find money learning or not that has nothing to do with this president shaking down uh, a, a uh, another government it has nothing to do with uh, the impeachment of uh, the 45th president yeah uh, there's so much going on in politics, y'all. Brexit, uh, Boris Johnson, he warned that thing over there, and he got some kind of mandate to, I guess, take uh, England out of the uh, European Union. He's saying something about it. He's got a plan to do that by, I guess, the 31st of January. They always come up with some kind of... Uh, that's a big deal, y'all. But then, you know, England, England never did go to that euro, so it's not going to be that big of a thing. I don't think, I don't know how the politics work there, but I know England still operates under the pound. That pound is still their currency, and they ain't getting rid of that as long as the queen is alive. <laughs> I can tell you that right now. So I don't know how much of a... Uh, what the ramifications of them leaving the European Union. I suppose there's all kind of treaties that's been put in place since they joined that there has to be uh, resolved or dissolved, <clears throat> whatever. So it should be kind of interesting, but I just don't know how it's going to, how that's going to work. But, uh, Yeah. That's about 25 <clears throat> minutes till nine, y'all. We're going to take another pause for the call. See y'all hanging there with me right there. Advocated on your behalf, you're listening to the Hushmore Black Forum. Tell your friends about it. Saturdays, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m., right here in cyberspace. 
Hey, uh, we, we, we can't get out of here. We, we ain't going to let you out of here without uh, hearing hear, hear Dunny. I, I, I can't let you go without hearing Dunny, y'all. Oh, no. Can't do it. How much fun it's gonna be together This Christmas The fireside is blazing bright We're caroling through the night And this Christmas Will be a very special Christmas From And cards are here My world is filled with cheer and you This Christmas And as I look around Your eyes outshine the town they do This Christmas Fireside is blazing bright We're caroling through the night Classics out. 
Donny Hathaway was one of the greatest uh, uh, artists that uh, has come along here. Uh, died way too young. Uh, but his uh, influence on uh, on uh, music is uh, certainly uh, still evident today. Yeah, Donny Hathaway, great, great uh, artist, yeah. That was his, uh, this Christmas tune. Uh, you know, what? You know, the ghetto, that was his thing. His big hit. Yeah, I, I uh, love, love me some Donny Hathaway. He and, uh, you know, he did collaborated with Roberta Flack on on some great, great hits. Yeah, come on, boy. Get back in line. Get back in bounds. Hey, y'all. That's just about going to wrap this show up uh, for tonight, the Hushmo Black Forum. We just about got this thing. Uh, we just about got a wrap here, y'all. Yeah. How time flies when you're having fun, y'all. We got... We'll be back. Next week, same time, same station. The 28th of December, our last show of the year. We'll be back at you. Y'all have a good, uh, prosperous, and merry Christmas. Be good to Santa Claus, y'all. Don't <laughs> y'all, y'all leave something out for Santa Claus, you know. My parents used to leave him a cookie or something. Cookie and a cup of coffee or something like that. Yeah, Santa Claus is a hard working man this time of year, yeah. Hey y'all, that's gonna wrap it up for the Hushville Black Forum. Uh, until next week, y'all uh ciao and have a good Christmas here. Yeah. The Hushmo Black Forum, advocated on your behalf by covering news and events affecting the African-American community. Check us out at the Hushmo Black Forum, www.blogtalkradio.com.